0: Two friends decide to meet and go to an art museum. In particular, they choose to visit the Expressionists' paintings because they have been informed that there is a copy of the famous Edvard Munch's The Scream. The two patrons spend a lengthy time observing the painting and see other exhibits at the museum as well. Not long thereafter, they decide to stop at a local café for coffee and reflect on their recent visit to the gallery when one turns to the other and says, how about the scream, such a robust and exhilarating painting with its clever use of colors, the vibrant orange sky, the playful ghost-like shape of the figure, and that startled face, so comical. The fellow friend turns back and responds, were we looking at the same picture? My impression of the painting was a person under terrible stress, having a panic attack and the sharing of a traumatic experience on the dock on which the figure stood. Are either one incorrect in their evaluations? We'll discuss how perceptions and interpretations of a given situation impact your financial decision-making, today on FinWisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Finn Wisdom. I'm your host Joel, and thanks for joining me in today's episode entitled, I've Been Framed. You've often heard of real life or fictional stories where a crime has been committed and there are several witnesses to the act of aggression. Each person was present and share their interpretation of the criminal activity when the investigators interview them. But strangely, the individual stories sound as though each witnessed a different crime altogether. It's an interesting phenomenon in how we can interpret a situation through limited information. And this brings us to today's topic framing effects and cognitive biases, which is when we make decisions based on the way information is presented to us. The facts may be the same. But how those facts are shared or seen through a limited scope influence our decision-making process. Last episode, we talked about heuristics and how we use shortcuts in our mind to make choices and judgments. Framing effects can short-circuit those shortcuts. That's because framing limits our mental vision. Just like when looking at a painting and the frame can sway us to focus on particular elements of an image, whether that's color, historical perspective, or what we are allowed to see based on the constraints of its own borders. And speaking of sway, there is a book with the same name that was released back in 2008 by the brothers Ori and Ron Braffman. I mention the book because it particularly discusses attribution bias, which is our tendency to make decisions based on perceived value versus objective facts. This means we are highly susceptible to how a product, service, or situation is presented to us, and it's those influences that create the cognitive bias. I think what makes a great illustration of this bias is an ancient tale that comes from the Southeast Asian region about a group of blind men who were informed that an elephant has been captured and currently held in the center of town. Now, none of these blind men have ever been in the physical presence of an elephant, and so, being curious, but unable to see, desire to do what they do best, and that is to learn through touching. So they journey to the center of the town where the elephant is held in captivity and go forth to examine this extraordinary animal. But due to its enormous size, each sightless individual approaches a different side and describes to one another the elephant based on their individual experience. And as a result, their descriptions greatly differ from one another. One touches the trunk and says it feels like a thick snake. The second blind man approaches the side and says it is nothing but a wall. A third reaches its legs and says it's like a tree. Another touches its tail and says they are all wrong. It is like a rope. And yet another reaches for its tusk and claims it is a deadly weapon like a spear. The moral of the story is that one's subjective experience is limited by scope in what is presented to us. And the failure... account for other facts and information are seeing things through a narrow lens. As always, I believe a few illustrative examples of my own may help you recognize how this framing effect is present in our everyday lives. So let's start with the grocery store. And you're walking down the cookies aisle because you are craving chocolate mint covered sandwich cookies. Okay, well, that's my occasional craving, and of course, you may have your own personal sweet tooth cravings. But while you're there, you're scanning the shelves, and there are several choices, especially if you're seeking a low-fat option. And there before you, there are two identical boxes with two similarly intended choices. But one box reads, 80% less fat than our original cookies. The label on the second box reads, only 20% fat of our original cookies. Now although they both offer the same benefit, I'm guessing you will select the first box that has 80% less fat, because the way it is framed is more appealing to our senses. Now that example is fairly harmless, unless you are me and eat through a box of cookies regardless of its fat content. But all kidding aside, what if we are discussing more serious implications? Think back to the last time you were in a competition, whether it was a sport, a game with friends or family, a team project at work, or any form of rivalry when there is an us versus them mentality. So for the sake of this example, you and Jean are playing against one another a friendly game of tennis with a few of your friends as spectators. And despite your skills and your ability to play the court, Gene scores higher than you. And at the end of the game, your friends describe the outcome. And what if they approach you and say, Wow, you lost. What emotions does that evoke in you? What if instead they said, Wow, Gene won. Feels different, doesn't it? Yet logically, they are equivalent in terms of the outcome. Or how about if we go even more topical and even more serious when it comes to framing? We've all been asked to take COVID vaccinations, and there are different options available. Which shot would you feel more comfortable getting? The one that claims to help increase your immunity? Or one that says it reduces the possibility of COVID turning lethal? The one that helped to reduce disease by 95%? or the one that did not work as well 5% of the time in clinical trials. We're talking about the same exact vaccine and dose, but framing can be highly influential to your ability to make those choices. I think it's time we turn our attention to the impact of framing on our financial decision-making, right after a word about today's podcast sponsor. According to a 2002 Harvard study, 87% of business issues are communication-related caused by behavioral differences. In a different survey of large companies conducted by the Society of Human Resources, millions of dollars are lost annually because of poor communication to and between employees. And according to a Gardner study, 70% of failed customer relationships is due to poor communication. DNA Behavior offers integrated tools that can help improve your organization's ability to communicate, increase its probability of success, and to improve client engagement. Visit DNABehavior.com. That's DNABehavior.com and learn how their proactive approach can take your organization to the next level. Let's get back to today's episode of I've Been Framed and framing effects are incredibly influential in managing our money. Perhaps a good place to begin is with credit cards. In your lifetime, have you ever accepted a credit card based on any of the following promotions? A 0% offer, a balance transfer incentive, a cash-back bonus on purchases, a tie-in to your favorite loyalty program, travel rewards, or there were just super enticing benefits. Now, depending on what sounds more enticing to you, in your financial situation, these promotions are presented with a narrow lens. If you were provided balanced information at the time of the offer, you may not be so triggered to accept these offers. You are not presented with the potential downsides unless you read the fine print. And even if you do, The framing of these perks without the trade-offs has you focused only on the benefits promoted. Did the interest rate or annual fee increase to an astronomical number after the end of the promotional period? I am not at liberty to say one is better over the other, but I can tell you how each of these options may have been introduced to you may have long-lasting and potentially costly repercussions to your financial health. And on a personal note, a good friend of mine once informed me that he had a retirement account balance of $1 million as a result of stashing away $1,000 every month for 20 years. Now, for my rough estimate, that's $760,000 derived from $240,000 of cumulative savings. That sounds pretty good to me. Yet my friend was miserable and was very disappointed and in fact kept on telling me how much of a failure he was at saving up for retirement. I was perplexed by this statement, and it led me to inquiring about those numbers I just shared. But I purposely left out one important detail. The year was 2008, and after we witnessed an historical 50% decline in the market, prior to that, my friend's retirement account was climbing to nearly $2 million. So in his highs, he was a loser, not a winner. That's the impact of framing. And if you'll allow me, let's shift our focus to investing. You've heard the mantra time and time again, buy low, sell high. You might be thinking you're an above average investor and firmly believe you do a pretty good job of this, but those financial decisions are subject to the same behavioral issue. If you ever contemplated the purchase of a particular stock, it's more than likely you watched this price for a period of time and thought, what price should I go in? So let's say the stock is currently selling for $110 per share. Comparatively, the stock was selling for $100 just a week ago. And based on what you've read, watched, or informed by peers, the company has consistently made profit and historically its price has been growing an average 20% year over year sounds like a fairly healthy stock to consider are you ready to buy but what if i present to you one more additional tidbit of information what if i told you that this stock has failed to meet analyst expectations for the past 3 quarters in fact the stock price based on those expectations, is considered overvalued. Are you equally as interested in purchasing shares of this same stock? So let's chat about how we can address the impact of this cognitive bias, right after this sponsor message. If you work for an organization that's serious about improving client relationships and engagement, want to connect with your audience motivations and recognize behavioral biases, or if you work in an HR capacity and desire qualified talent with a good cultural fit, you need to consider DNA Behavior International. DNA Behavior offers platform solutions for financial, HR, and communication professionals. And if you visit DNABehavior.com, you can take a free test that will determine your personal behavioral style. Learn how their proactive approach can take your organization to the next level. That's once again d-n-a-b-e-h-a-v-i-o-r dot com. Like many financial behaviors, framing can be a friend or a foe. If you are familiar with the famous writings of Mark Twain and the adventures of Tom Sawyer, you might recall The infamous fence scene from that novel. This is where Tom Sawyer, as in many of his mischievous activities, gets caught. This time by his aunt and instructs him to paint the fence outside the home as a form of punishment. Now Tom, being one who is often able to trick others to get what he wants or to avoid tasks that are not of his desire, desperately does not want to be stuck having to paint this fence. So as his friend Ben comes walking along, Ben begins to ridicule him from his penance. But Tom cleverly uses framing and looks at him with this face of confusion and explains how this is not a punishment. It's this unbelievable fun thing to do. And it's a pleasure to have this opportunity that does not come that often in your walks of life. In this context... Ben not only begs to want to do the painting for him, he even pays him an apple for the privilege. And not long thereafter, Tom has over a dozen kids paying him for the opportunity to participate in this, quote, fun activity. So how do you make framing work for you? One of the best things you can do is become more informed. Seek advice and research you have not heard yet. I know when I'm considering a major purchase, I am a research animal, and the tough decision is knowing when I've done enough research. But what gets most people tripped up is focusing on research that confirms their already preconceived notions about the facts of a situation. That's actually called confirmation bias, and we'll be touching on that in a future episode. But when you look for information that is only an affirmation of your existing beliefs, It's usually a sign that you haven't gone beyond your current frame of vision. Another way is to ask yourself a simple question, but not so simple of an answer. And that's the question, why? What is the rationale behind your decision? When you put your thought processes into overdrive, it pushes you to carefully consider why you relied on that limited information. This creates the potential realization that your decision may be too heavily influenced by the way associated facts were presented to you at the point when a decision is required. A third recommendation is seek out more credible advice. And I know this is even more tough, but consider a certified financial advisor or someone you know with expertise in a particular financial know-how Leverage those online and offline resources that have proven to be reliable. I often like to find resources that have data or studies that truly support their reasoning. But there's a caveat. You need to periodically re-examine the advice you obtain from these channels because they, too, may be anchored to rationale that is dated. I have my own personal recommendation. Get better at logic puzzles. In season one, episode two, I mentioned I love brain teasers. And here's one of the reasons. They help you think out of the box. Or in this case, outside the picture frame. It may sound silly, but getting better at riddles can help you get better at reducing the framing effect. So I'm going to give an example of a riddle, but convert it into our grocery store example. So instead of cookies... Let's say we're shopping for chips and dip. There's a sale and combined, the chips and the dip cost $1.10. We also learn that the chips were $1 more than the dip. And if that is the case, then how much was the dip? Did you say that the dip was $0.10? If you did, you're mistaken. If the dip was 10 cents and the chips was a dollar more than the dip, that would make the chips a dollar 10 and mean that the total cost was a dollar 20 instead of a dollar 10. The right answer is the dip costs 5 cents because the chips cost a dollar more. So that equates to a dollar 5 for the chips plus the 5 cents for the dip, which would give us that total of one dollar and ten cents. Yep, if you only double-checked your math. The point is, if you train your brain, you can potentially reduce the cognitive biases that it likes to construct. I hope you enjoyed today's great adventure, but I think at this time we should revisit today's opening teaser about those two friends who went to the art museum. And the description that they both provided about the painting can be deemed as accurate. They just broadened each other's perspective on what they viewed within a frame. So the next time you are going to a museum, consider enhancing your experience, maybe with an audio tour, and expand your perspective beyond what you see with your eyes. As a copyright reminder, written permission is required to use any of the content shared. Any views expressed are my own and are not the opinion of any entity unless otherwise mentioned during the program. And since we are critical thinking creatures, these opinions are subject to change. For financial advice, consider consulting a licensed financial professional. And make sure to watch your inbox for the next exciting episode of Finn Wisdom.